Morning. Good morning again, and welcome to Press Church. My name is Sean Lee, and I'm lead pastor here. And today I am joined by Pastor Jason and Pastor CR, and we make up the teaching team here at Press Church, and we are so glad to have you uh, together to celebrate our three-year anniversary this Sunday. I don't know if you guys realize that, but today is three, yeah, it's three, three years. Are you excited, Jason? I'm excited. I, I think we needed a longer intro. I didn't have time to get everything out here. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm Jason's, old. I'm Jason's moving slow. Out of breath. Come on. <laughs> We're here, we're set, we're settled, uh, and we're glad that you're joining us. For those of you joining us online, welcome as well. Glad that you could join us in spirit. Um, and, and just so you guys know, not to like bum this out, there's a handful of people uh, just recently that have either gotten sick or that couldn't make it to church today. So let's just make sure that, that we um, think about those people, pray for them. Those are people who are just dealing with some, some health issues right now. Um, and so uh, we can get into that more later, but I just... Over this weekend, I heard of really a couple of people who are either been in the hospital or in the hospital right now. Um, Phil and Vicki Schwartz are in the hospital right now. Keep them in prayer. I know Debbie was in the hospital this weekend. There's just, just a couple of people that are getting over sickness. There's been some COVID going around. So, um, again, if you're here, we're so glad. We'll make sure we keep those in prayer who are dealing with some, some health issues. Uh, if you're with us today, we do have a QR code on the screen. With this QR code, you can keep track of everything that is happening here at Press. You can sign up. Uh, to do a bunch of different things. Uh, one in particular is through this link you can give. So if Press Church is home for you or you want to give financially, this is how you can do it. We also have a box by the back exit and we have a text to give number uh, if you would like to do that as well. Uh, we don't do anything uh, that we do without your support. Um, it's really through, through this community that we're able to do the things. And uh, something that we'll get into here a bit later of, of just being able to celebrate what we have done uh, through this church, through you, and through the efforts of, of all of us together. Um, yeah, so there you go. I was trying to think if I had anything. I'm like, wait, do I have something else? I'm like a little behind. It is a wild, it's a wild Sunday. It's chili cook-off It's Sunday. chili. Who, who brought the best chili? Can anybody, any, who brought the best chili? Only one person said they brought the best chili. All right, there better be some good chili or I'm going to be disappointed. You expect some good chili. We have a prize. I don't know if you guys saw, we had a nice little, uh, a nice little, uh, Display. display. I was going to say shrine. <laughs> a shrine for that. <laughs> we have a display for our beautiful chili cook-off winner with a, a, an Amazon gift card. So, hey, we're, we're, we're going all out this year. So hopefully you guys brought some good chili. Uh, but so after service, we are going to have some time together, fellowship, eating some good, excuse me, eating some good chili and hanging out. So, uh, But today we have a, a special Sunday because over this last couple months, we've been in the series called One Another. Um, and we've been talking about how we live as a, a Christian community. How do we live as a, a body of believers uh, looking to grow in our faith, following Jesus together? Um, and then this last month of the series, we've been highlighting stories, stories within the congregation, your stories of how God's moved in your life, things that you've seen, um, growth that you've had, and ways that this community and this church has blessed you. And so I thought it would be great as we close out the series to give you guys some insight into the history of Press Church. There's some of you who recently joined or really don't know the story of how we even got here, how we cel are celebrating three years today, the fact that we launched in COVID. Um, yeah, a lot of sleepless nights, a lot of craziness there. But so what I want to do today is just give you guys... Uh, yeah, a little peek into the press story, uh, mm -hmm. kind of go back through the years and share how we even got to this point. I know for me, um, this journey for me started uh, in 2018, uh, feeling like God was calling me to something different and new. I was at another church uh, working full-time, and even my background before that, I never thought I'd be in full-time ministry. I was in the music industry. I was mixing, recording, producing music. Uh, doing that full-time. I was always in the church. I was very involved uh, with my local church, doing music and youth um, and all different sorts of, of group ministries. Um, and then God kind of moved me into, into full-time ministry. Uh, and I was actually at the point thinking that I was going to get out of full-time ministry. Uh, and yet God kind of pulled me in even deeper and was like, I want you to, to plant a church. And so that was late, kind of mid-2018, late 2018. And um, a little background on me and CR. So CR and I used to do the music production together. He actually owned the company that, that I worked for. Uh, we met in 2006, I want to say, 2005, yeah, 2006. You were, a, you were still a teenager. You were I was fresh a, out I, of... I was like 18, 19 years you, old. You had gone to recording school, and yeah. uh, there's a funny story there that would take too long to get into, but <laughs> he was looking for uh, employment, and yeah. I had a, a 
a studio chain across the country and uh, with multiple studios and our, we had two here in Columbus and uh, we need, we were growing and we needed uh, another engineer uh, which you came on board with and then eventually became a mix engineer and producer and mm -hmm. uh, the whole nine yards so yeah. yeah so that was our background but you know and then we'd done ministry together yeah, through some through the churches and stuff like that and um, so Sierra was one of the first guys I reached out to like hey I feel like God's calling me into this um, and end of 2018 beginning of end of 2018 early 2019 is when it kind of got serious I'm like I need to pursue this a little more and so I started reaching out to Sierra more what's funny is he was uh, actually planning on moving out of the state, he was looking at some other jobs, had a few leads for jobs in Florida and Colorado, and he was about to put this house on for sale. So he was like, hey, man, that's cool, but I'm probably going to be out of here. <laughs> right. uh, I'll help you, you know, with support if I can, but, like, I'm going to be gone. And so I was like, okay, maybe I knew if I was going to take on something this big, I needed somebody I could trust and somebody that I, I knew well. And CR and I have, we've had our ups and downs. We've had fights. We've had reconciliation. We've had all sorts of things. And I, you need someone like that. You need someone that you've, you've gone to battle with and for um, and got through it. And he's somebody that I always trusted. And so he was my first, my first call. And it was kind of like, not going to happen. And then throughout the beginning of 2019, we just kept talking. And finally, I'm like, we just, I just need to talk to you about this. And we sat down. And it was funny. That same day, he got a call from Colorado. One of his big job interviews that was looking like was going to come through had basically yeah. said, uh, we're not filling the position. Yeah, they just had, had eliminated the whole thing. And we were, you know, it's, it's a long story, but uh, yeah, we were, it was getting so far down the line that we were, uh, we've met with the real estate agent. We were putting the house up the whole nine yards. And, uh, but the whole thing just kind of came to an end really quick. Yeah. And, uh, and that and, was that morning. You were like, hey, you yeah. might want to sit down. <laughs> and yeah. you're like, uh, we might be staying in Columbus. And I'm like, oh, crap. I was actually hoping, I think deep down I was hoping that he would be like, yeah, we're moving. And I'd be like, that's a door closed, God. I don't know what I was, I, didn't, I, wasn't, you up the I wasn't hearing you right. <laughs> I'm, you don't want me to start a church. Uh, and then he said that. And all of a sudden, like that day, it, it was like it got real. Cause, so we talked for like three or four hours and prayed about it for a couple of weeks, had our spouses get together. And we just said, I think God's moving us in this direction, which is kind of where Jason comes in this story over, uh, CR had a consulting business with mm -hmm. churches. He had been helping pastors and church leaders uh, at the time, and Jason was one of those uh, well, and pastors I had, who I had, had been. known CR for Yeah, you did their years. marriage, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, marriage yeah. counseling, right? Yeah, premarital counseling. Pre yeah, premarital like, stuff. So, yeah. And CR and I had worked together, and so <laughs> I knew he was starting this, this thing, and so he came over, and we were working through stuff at the church that I had planted and was leading, and, um, you know, we had hit that point where we're going, okay, something's got to change, and he says, well, you know, I know a guy who, and you kind of know him, because he actually did some stuff at, that, at your church like 10 years ago, yep. and maybe let's get together, Yep. and that was, you know, he's a real good salesman, right? He just kind of laid it out of, you know, I, and, and, Sean and I both know CR well enough to know that in his mind, he had this map of what was going to happen. <laughs> he just wasn't going to tell us and then, you know, make it all happen. But he's not actually that controlling. He's very intuitive, but, put it that yeah. way. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so we, we uh, started talking and said, what would it look like to take, you know, the resources and the structures and stuff of the church that I had planted and that needed to, to adapt and change and, and move into whatever the next chapter was bring Sean into the mix and the, you know, all that he would bring, plus the people that he was uh, beginning to reach out to, and then kind of launch out of that. Uh, and so we started that conversation. You know, CR and I started talking late 2018, early 2019, and you introduced us early 2019. Mm -hmm. I don't remember yep. exactly when. And yep. I just remember we'd sit in my office up there in Delaware for like three, four hours, uh, <laughs> just dreaming yeah. and strategizing yeah. and talking and uh, sometimes arguing, sometimes <laughs> laughing, sometimes, you know, like it was just a lot of crying, a lot yeah. of crying. <laughs> that came later. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, that's 2020. Sorry, yeah. let's not skip yeah. ahead. Um, okay. Yeah, and, and so all that kind of culminated into uh, around August of 2019. Yeah, I was about to say, August yeah. and, 20th and, of 2019. Yeah, well, it was and, our first, yeah, because well, we early we decided, August was the, we decided as a church that we would. Uh, you know, merge mm -hmm. with a church that didn't exist yet. I don't know how that <laughs> works exactly, but uh, so so we we had decided that, and we would you know begin from there. And so then you said, well, let's get we need a launch team, mm -hmm. you know, that that's going to put this together and, and begin that process. 
Um, and we had some people from that church who stuck around, and then you know others said, "Hey, we're we're happy, but we don't want to be part of a church plant. Uh, we're we're we just that's just not our thing." And so I helped them find other places to go, and that, that was fine. Um, and, and so then in August August twentieth, August twentieth, so yep. our first interest yep. meeting, first interest meeting uh, for which press. Was interest yep meeting. Sure. Also, by the way, on that officially ordained mm -hmm. Sean into yep. ministry. Uh, which was really cool. I mean, when you get a group of people around you that care about you, and mm -hmm. we, we, we laid hands on him, we prayed, we you know, set him apart within the... And, and I was just reading in Acts this morning where they took Barnabas and Saul, mm -hmm. and they, they, the Spirit told the leaders, hey, set them aside for, for missions, mm -hmm. for a ministry. And they did that. They prayed over them, and, and they, they said... And so we did the exact same thing, saying, you know, we want this to be... We want God to be in this. Yeah. No matter what we're doing, we, and we feel God has laid his hand on you yeah. and, and has called you to this, and so we want to make sure that we are uh, moving forward with that. And so that, that night, yeah, yep. that was pretty cool. Yeah, 2019, August, and that was the, kind of the, the beginning from there. We just we started looking for, all right, how do we merge uh, mm -hmm. this? Uh, you, know, you had Terra Nova in Delaware. Mm -hmm. We have this building in Delaware. Uh, we know we want to launch in Powell. We start working through all that stuff, which before we get too deep, there, there are people here that have been a part of it since that interest meeting. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, they probably don't want to stand up, but there's a handful of families that have been with us from that beginning, even some of the Delaware crew yeah. who stuck around from Terra Nova. So if you were the, the fouls were part of that. A yeah. handful are actually serving in another part of yeah, the church right now. Yeah, we got people now. back in the yeah. kids area. Um, yeah. yeah, it's very meaningful to have people who have just stuck with you through the heart. And uh, for something as crazy, like this was, this launch was very different from a lot of launches. We did not have another church that was funding this. We, we had a church planning organization that kind of came alongside of us through the help of Jason, who he actually works part time for now. Yeah. Um, and they've been a very help, but there's, there wasn't much money. This has been very much a grassroots like, hey, we're going to go out and we're starting this new thing from scratch. Um, and so string and duct tape for for you guys to to stick with us through the uncomfortableness of the craziness um, It really means a lot mm -hmm. And so that was so that's 2019 starting to merge those things together us doing figuring out how you want to do services and what kind of church We want to be um, and then we started moving into and actually you might have recognized when um, uh, Nicole and Billy mentioned we we started meeting in a Moravian church um, at the beginning of 2020, they allowed on us Sunday to, evenings. on Sunday evenings. So we were doing Sunday morning services in Delaware, uh, which was our press outreach center. Um, and then we were doing Sunday evenings in Powell as yeah. kind of a preview service. It, it was a, it was a run up to a, right. a launch. So a lot of times when a church is going to start, they, some churches will spend up to two years in this mm -hmm. launch path of, yeah. of developing the, the service and the concept and all this kind and of the stuff. Team. And building, the team. Building, yeah, building a team. Uh, we did not spend that amount of time, but we... Well, we, we had a few curveballs thrown at right, us right. there as we were starting. Yeah. But at the beginning of 2020, uh, that's when, uh, it was actually at the end of 2019, beginning 2020, yeah. we got a random Facebook message from somebody at what was Gateway Community Church saying, mm -hmm. hey, you should talk to our pastor. And we're like, okay. So we end up uh, going and having a meeting with, with as you guys, many of you know, John Atkinson, mm -hmm. um, and started talking about, like, what does it look like to do ministry together? And from there, the conversation started of kind of another merge of sorts uh, with mm -hmm. what is a church that hadn't launched yet, Press Church. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, beginning of 2020 was we started talking with the leadership of Gateway Community Church. Um, and that led to uh, a lot of meetings, a lot of time. We were still doing our services. They were doing their services. We had sent some people to their church. They had sent some people to our church. And we just started getting to know each other. And then uh, in the beginning of March, we had a, a joint service. We're like, hey, let's do a service together. So, so Press Church in its unlaunched phase. In March had, of 2020. Tw yeah. yeah, March yeah. 2020. I was trying to think the exact date. It was like, seventh or March something March 8th. Like March 8th. 8th. Yeah, we did a one church. And so we, we got together, had a service. It was great. Uh, our leadership, we, we kept meeting that week. And then that, that week, we basically decided, hey, we're going to move forward into making this a thing. Like, we are, gonna, we are going to unify with, our With efforts. emphasis on, let's just go slowly. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and then. <laughs> sort of. That got thrown out the window. <laughs> sort of, because. Uh, if you know, uh, the week of March 8th was when the shutdowns happened. So we get done having all these communications. Hoorah, we're moving forward. 
and Friday was oh you can't meet anymore the shutdowns <laughs> yeah so I specifically remember John you're back there and yeah. I we Saturday morning we got together and and John and I filmed a little video to both press and Gateway Church just basically like hey guys. Um, we're still moving forward with this. We have no idea what's happening. We have no idea what's going on, but we're going to trust God through this, and we're going to do it together. Um, and, and just a little shout-out to John Atkinson and his leadership and, and really the Gateway Community Church in general. Yeah. They have been nothing but amazing through yeah. this, whole, this whole process. This, yeah. this church would not be nearly as strong as it has been without the dedication and support. You, you don't hear of pastors doing what John did. No. And honestly... You, you have two of them. Jason did the same thing. You have, you have both Pastor Jason and, and John Atkinson who have stepped aside from lead pastor roles and are saying, hey, we want to help you move forward. We want to help this church. We want to see the bigger picture. I mean, we talked about next generation and supporting leaders. I've been nothing but supported from Jason, from John, and from the Gateway Community Church. Um, it's, it's amazing. And you don't see that. You usually see egos. You usually see people messing with things. Um, and the fact that they're still here and serving, Jen serving in production, John's wife, you guys have been amazing. Um, and if you are, like, I know, some, again, some of our gateway people aren't here. If you are part of the gateway community, uh, can you stand as well? We're going to make you guys stand, too. Yeah. Who, there's some gateway people here. Yeah. Awesome. I know some are serving in the yeah. back, some are here. Um, it's... It, it means so much, and we wouldn't be nearly the church that we are without people like you guys uh, supporting. And so that was beginning of 2020, uh, starting this merge process, starting this now, okay, we're going to launch, and we're in COVID, and we don't know what's going on. We had our first online Easter service <laughs> as an unlaunched church, but it was online. And basically that whole summer was just a buildup to, hey, how do we launch in COVID? And there was no playbook for that. That, 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 this was a new, uh, yeah. <laughs> this is a new issue that, you know, it's not like there was another church that could uh, tell well, us, oh, you, well, when we launched in the middle of a pandemic. Right. Well, you had some insight uh, to that as well. Like I said, Jason works with Converge Mid-Atlantic, yeah. which is a church planting uh, network. Mm -hmm. um, and we were even asking you, hey, what are, what are you hearing from around the country? Yeah. What are other churches doing? How, how do we navigate this? Yeah. And so it really was just kind of Wild West. Like, not yeah. only is planting a church nuts and crazy in itself, you know, without Incredibly a, hard to without do, a planting church, with, without... <laughs> with, typically, you have a, a big amount of money or a right. larger amount of money, for sure, right. and an ascending organization right. and a couple of uh, years or at least a year run up right. in building the team and all those kind of things. Yeah. None of that. And then, and then the, pandemic. the pandemic. So yeah. it was wild. And an election year. Yeah. And everything else that came with that year. I mean, that was, that was crazy. But... Uh, by the grace of God, uh, in October of 2020, we officially launched a press church, um, and here we and, are. And even that, we didn't later. do it the way you normally would have <laughs> right, done right. a church yep. plant. Normally, what you do is you, you know, at least in a community, you send out, you know, some type of postcard, something you do, some type of advertising, just saying, hey, we're going to start a church, we're going to be here, and there's this one really big exciting launch day, and you throw a party, and it's great. Well, with COVID, we weren't allowed to have more than like, you know, 25 people in the room at any <laughs> given time, and so we said, okay, well, let's just pivot real quick, and uh, let's do a, a launch month, <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so, and, and let's do two services every week so yep. that we keep the numbers down, which the whole point of launch and excitement and energy <laughs> like is to have a lot of people in the room, right? <laughs> Right? I mean, there's something about a full yeah. room that's exciting and, and everybody's there to talk about God and to hear the message and, and we couldn't do any of that. And yeah, so it was, we, it was we almost like the if there's a lot of people, month. it was like, yeah, if you, you heard a cough, getting, you know. Having, yeah, if you heard a cough, like the room cleared. It was yeah. really kind of crazy uh, at that time. I think one of the biggest things I remember, so not only did I start preaching to a camera because of COVID, so like that first eight months, I was literally preaching to a camera. We would put together this online service that people watch. But then we come back in person, I'm like, yes, finally get, finally get in front of people. And I remember that first Sunday standing up here and looking out, and all I see is faces covered by masks. And I'm like, this is worse because I can't see facial expressions. I know there's some of you who I met for the first time in that. I had no idea what your face looked like. 
Like, I literally, there's people here that are still here that I'm like, I didn't know that. Like, if I saw you in public without your mask, I wouldn't have even noticed you because I've only seen you with a mask on. And I just, I specifically remember that, like, just, it, it felt so demoralizing. I couldn't see smiles. I couldn't see frowns. Like, usually I can, I can judge a little bit. You, by the way, you guys can talk a little more when I talk. I mean, I know we're not like a super charismatic church, but if you guys hear something you like, you can say like, oh yeah, that's good. Or like a little feedback, a little feedback's good sometimes. Can, can I give feedback? Yes. You can be feedback right already. there. You, during the message. He always says he's going to sit in the front I'm row. I'm going to sit in the front row and do this. Do this and shake his head. That's all right. I already know. I already hear Jason's voice in my head, just like <laughs> all the things he would say because we've spent too much time together. But so anyways, we launched. It's been great. Um, I, again, can't thank enough the families who have stuck with us from the beginning, from the Gateway community, um, just church family who, who have been helpful in this. It's, it's been so big. Uh, so we got through the merger. We launched. Uh, and then we just continue to navigate what does it look like to not only merge a church, which that's a hurdle, but to launch, to, to start something new in the middle of COVID where people are still a little uneasy being in a room together. And not only being in a room together, but being in a room of people you don't know. We just got done talking about community and how important it is. Like we are still, year three, that has been one of the main things of we still need to build those connections and those relationships because so many people have been disconnected for the last couple years. Uh, and we still feel that. And so you can imagine just the, the, the pain of like trying to build something and get momentum and talk about Jesus in, in the, just the state that we were in. It's just, it's pretty much unheard of. Um, and so yeah, we, we, we continue to do that. Easter services, Christmas Eve services, baptism services. And what I'd like to do is just kind of celebrate some of the things that we've been able to accomplish as a church. And by we, we mean we. Yes, not yes, absolutely. We. <laughs> yeah, by, we can do any of this. Yeah. By, <laughs> um, but I think about it, you know, we've had over 30 um, baptism and, and dedications here, uh, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned to the team earlier, we have somebody else interested in baptisms. Uh, I just got an email this last week about someone who wants to get baptized. So if you're somebody who wants to get baptized and haven't yet, uh, we're probably going to be adding another baptism service before the end of the year. So please reach out to us. If that's a step that you've never taken in your faith of just publicly declaring uh, your love for Jesus and your belief in him, uh, that's a great time to do it. But uh, so we've had, yeah, dedications, baptisms. Uh, we've had We've had uh, the amount of outreach we've done uh, during the pandemic. We had thousands. I, I don't know, Jason, you. I can't even remember exactly. I know. We were like looking like, for numbers. It's it was like, like a thousand bags of groceries that first summer that we collected and gave away, yeah. um, delivered uh, to people in need, uh, you know, in that first yeah. push and, and working then. At that point, we did that and we worked with Feed, which was a program up in Delaware that, uh, you know, we were collecting these things and passing out groceries and doing a, a drive through food pantry. Yep. And, I mean, I remember honestly standing there handing out food and business owners were coming to this food pantry mm. because it was a small business downtown Delaware and they were shut down. They had no income for like three months and they were coming to a food pantry and these were, you know, business owners. And so we were able to serve, you know, hundreds, almost thousands of oh, yeah. families yeah. as a little tiny church plant that hadn't even launched yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, just because we were able to say, God, we, we have some resources and we're going to use what, what yeah. you've given us. And we just want to serve. Schools were closed down. They weren't yep. uh, a lot of the kids who are lower income families. They weren't yep. getting uh, their school lunches. Right. right? And so uh, it was a very complicated space. Yeah. yeah, we were. And we were able to get in there with your help, and a lot of you volunteered. Uh, it was fantastic. Our youth group really yep. stepped up. and Even starting a youth group. Starting uh, a youth have, group have, in the middle like, of all this stuff, and then yeah. Yeah. Them, having leaders them step stepping up into and, that was really, really yeah. cool. So, and, and out of that grew then our partnership with the, the Delaware Dream Center, mm-hmm. which has since taken over our outreach center and right. are just doing phenomenal things. And we get, you know, every Monday night, uh, I, I'm up there and we deliver groceries to, uh, to families. Yeah, another shameless plug. If yeah. you have not been able to help serve on a Monday night, this is a very practical and easy way to serve your community. Mm-hmm. Every Monday night, uh, with the help of Delaware Dream Center, it's organized. Yep. It's, it's great. You get to do something practical. That's, it's a real need. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we get to do that as a church. Like That is something that, that we support. Um, and so if you haven't done that or are interested, it's family-friendly. So yeah. talk to Jason after service um, if that's something that you'd be interested in doing. It's a great way, again, for us to just be the church uh, to the community. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's a lot of fun too. Dur yeah, during that time, we also uh, developed partnership with uh, Common Ground Free Store. Yep. We, mm -hmm. uh, we actually built a room yeah. for them to house up at our outreach center. We built a specific room for the, the, uh -huh. uh, the free store to, to basically hold all of their clothes and things like yeah. that. And then every Saturday, they were able to give to those in need. Mm -hmm. um, We've done Turning Point. We've raised lots yep. of uh, money for them, which... It's Jason, a, it's a, you have more of a relationship with them. Yeah, um, I mean, it, it's a it's a organization in, for Delaware County that that basically is there for uh, especially women who are in some type of abusive relationship, mm -hmm. and it gives them a safe place to go, a uh, you know, shelter uh, for them. And so, yeah, the uh, last few Mother's Days, what we've done is designated some of the giving on those days. You could designate it specifically to help. Uh, yeah, women in, in need in that. So well, that's do, been a great part. Yeah, special events with that Lifeline. I mean, yep. there's like so many other organizations that we've been able to partner with because of you guys and you know us yeah. working together as a community. And that's really at the core of all of this. Yeah. I mean, we we are a little different. We're we're uh, there's plenty of churches that are doing great things in the community and all that kind of stuff. But we are you know this this ragtag group that kind of came up with. <laughs> uh, doing things in a wild way and uh, you guys are all a part of that and we're doing it together without a lot of the the the, the structure and the support that much bigger larger churches bigger denominations are able to do you guys are a part of something that is really making a difference that is at a grassroots level and yeah. that's that's really cool yeah yeah I, th I think that that we need to I know for us we are always looking forward and always wanting to grow and always wanting to push. Uh, and sometimes in doing that, you can forget what has happened. You can forget what you've done, what's been accomplished. Uh, and I hope that you guys can recognize like just what your support and what your involvement has allowed this church to do. Um, and there's been so many families that have been uh, impacted because of this. I mean, we talk about wanting to make a difference. And this, again, ragtag group of people we have made a difference. We are making a difference, and we want to continue to make a difference in the lives of people around us, not just because we want to do something nice, because we love Jesus, and we want people to know that, and we want other people to follow Jesus as well. Yeah. We want, you know, basically, uh, this is the tough thing. I mean, we're in a culture right now where it's like uh, there's a lot. Uh, the, the organized religion, let's say, uh, many churches, there, there's been a lot of stuff that hasn't been good that's happened over the years. And a, and a lot of that stuff is coming to the surface, and it's, it, those things are coming out. And there's this, uh, of course, that narrative is being run with uh, in certain uh, areas of culture to really villainize all aspects of the Christian church. And it's like, we're, we're conscious of this. We know we're in a community with, uh, where people are concerned about those kinds of things. And we want to be uh, the type of place where people can go, you know what, they are really dedicated to trying to do the right thing and to be involved at the, uh, at the lowest levels, even when there's not a bunch of, you know, cameras or people knowing what, what we're actually doing. It's like we want to actually do the work, to be uh, in the community uh, and, and be involved in, in encouraging people to step in to this relationship with Jesus and see what it's all about. So, uh, yeah, I can't say enough about that's our mission, and we and we just are so uh, moved that you guys have joined us on this on this mission. Yeah, so. no, absolutely. Well, as we start to come in for a close, I do want to transition this just for us to not only celebrate but look forward uh, to look forward to what God still has. You know, we 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 can't do. I I feel like a broken record if we can't do without you. Like it. We need you, and we need more. And I, I think there's a, there's a core piece that, that I want to see from our, from our church. I want to see our people actually inspired to see other people uh, a part of what is happening here. I think so often we can just, we go through our routines. Oh, this is good. I like this. But who do you know that needs a place to grow in their faith? Who do you know that is struggling or needs help? I can't tell you how many times just that, that invitation or that willingness to be a part of someone's life and to pull them in, to draw them in. And the stories that I've heard, I mean, you've gotten to hear some of them over the last month, which is great, but the stories I've heard of people who are just saying, you guys cared about me, and you guys gave me a place to call home and to be and to learn and to grow. And that's, 
there's people who need that. There's neighbors that you know. There's friends that you know that need that. And I want to encourage you, like, we need that. We need to grow. We need to, to keep pushing forward. And that's going to be uh, really this next series is, is going to be highlighting our need to trust God. That's, that's really what it's going to be t- doing. And in this next season, this next phase of ministry, to trust God. Uh, we put our trust in so many other things. Uh, we trust money. We trust our, our jobs. We, we, we trust in uh, the schools our kids go to. We, we trust in all of these peripheral things, and we really want to bring the focus back to trusting in God. We've done amazing things. There's been awesome things that we can celebrate, but we also want to look forward and say, hey, there's still a need. There is still a mountain to climb, and there is still the need for you guys to step in and do that. And so with that, I, I do want to bring up the, this idea of even your contribution financially to the church. Um, it takes a lot of money to run a church like this. Um, the building, I don't know, Jason, you have some numbers for us today, but the, just the cost of running this, your support is extremely needed. Uh, and, and something from, I know for like the first year and a half, I feel like we rarely talked about money. And I think that was probably a fear thing on my thing. Like, oh, everybody, it's the, the, the cliche, you're going to go to church, you're going to talk about your money, and they're going to ask and all the things. And I'm like, all right, we're not going to do that. We're just going to trust God. We're not going to talk about money. But here's the thing. We have to talk about money because money is a controlling piece in our life. It's the thing that we actually trust in over God. And, and I know it's true because when we talk about it, everybody, like, gets uncomfortable. They're like, oh, don't talk about my money. Why can't we talk about money? God <laughs> talked about your money. If God talked about it, why can't we talk about it? Jesus called it out multiple times of, of, of it not being a controlling piece in our lives. And so I, I do want to challenge us. This next series we're going to be going into, again, it's going to be this, a series on trusting God. We are going to talk about money. We're going to talk about other things that, that consume us and things that we kind of put trust over God. But we as a church have a need. Um, and I don't say that. I've always never been one that wants to... I even mentioned it last week, the verse that talks about don't, don't give out of compulsion, don't give out of like, guilt or anything else like that. I never want our people to do that. I've always wanted you to give because you like what's happening. I've wanted you to, to, to give financially and of, of your resources because you, you see the good that is happening and you see what, what is being accomplished and to be a part of that. And so I always want that to be the, the main focus, but there is a need, a, a real need financially. Um, and so I, I, I just want us to prepare our hearts and prepare our minds moving into this next phase. Uh, we're going to talk about money. Um, we're going to talk about the need that we have. And we'll, we'll even share a little bit. Uh, Jason has some numbers for us that, uh, that I want us to, him to kind of talk through. But um, I want you to hear me say it very loud and clear. Maybe not very loud. I, I'm going to talk in my normal voice. But very clear. <laughs> I don't want to yell at you. This is not a guilt trip. This is not a you have to give more. We have a very generous church. There are so many of you who have given above and beyond. Um, and so this is not any sort of conversation to say, like, you're not doing good. But I do want to challenge us and say, where is our trust? Where is those places that you can trust God? Are we being generous with the things that we have been given? Um, because if we aren't, this church is, you know, we're, we're going to continue to do this, and, and it may grow a little bit, but it will never flourish. It will never reach the potential of what this church could be if we as a community and as a body believers do not live a generous life. And so I just want to preface it with that. Like any sort of numbers we talk about or need that we talk about, this is not a guilt trip. This is not to force you into giving more or anything else, but I want to encourage you and hopefully inspire you to see what is happening at this church, what you are a part of, and what we are inviting you to be. And so, Jason, I know I'm throwing you kind of on the spot. We talked about you giving a few numbers. What is the need? Can you, can you just, like, give us a little overview of how our budget is set up, um, just so you got, I know some of you, just, just having clarity, mm-hmm. we have a very tight, uh, we have a very, uh, how would you say, uh, no wiggle room budget. We have, we have taken- There's no fat in There's it. no <laughs> fat way. in our budget. Yeah for random stuff, and so, but just give us a little, I guess, insight into the need. And yeah, I, I get to be the bad guy. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, so it's, for a lot of you, you just automatically, you just shut down, because <laughs> you don't, you know, you don't do numbers, you don't want to hear all that, um, and, and that's fine, I totally understand that. Uh, 
the bottom line is, you know, the, the, what it costs to run this facility uh, is a lot. I mean, just, it, that's just the way it is. Uh, it, that's not a cost we have any control over. Um, we have tried to cut everything uh, that we can um, it, to the point of, you know, keeping, keeping the air conditioning off as long as we can. To, I mean, like, all the stuff uh, that, that you can, the things that you can control. But uh, it still ends up that almost half of the money that comes in uh, is, has to be used to manage the building from maintenance to mortgage uh, payments, uh, you know, to all that stuff. And then almost half uh, also then is, is tied up in some type of staffing area, uh, and, and meaning, you know, that those are fixed expenses, right? So 91% just about of, uh, of our budget, uh, of our spending, is on fixed expenses, which means we have, you know, 9% left to do any type of ministry with. Uh, you know, whether it's curriculum for the kids, supplies for the kids, supplies for the office, uh, you know, right. like just and stuff. Just to, just to kind of give a little better picture there, yeah. though. I mean, if you're talking, you know, you're these numbers, these percentages, 50% of, let's say, well, yeah. $10 million okay, yeah, that, is very different. Right. But, but we're talking about what's, what's our entire operating budget? Um, well, our, our budget or what we're actually... <laughs> well, either <laughs> um, or. Right, I mean, it's, it's, it's about two hundred thirty to $240,000. Okay, just think about that for a second. You could throw a rock and, and hit households that make bring in more money than that all day long. There is a giant church here. The minimal staffing that we have, the operations of all of this on that amount of money that households are that's the, uh, right. uh, uh, an average household income around here right so yeah that's what we're talking about <laughs> yeah what he said <laughs> um which just and and part of the reason so part of my role on this on the staff is to uh you know manage the budget and the all the software and uh we've got two other people that are on the finance team that are not part of the staff okay so that they and one is an expert in quickbooks and she has saved my life multiple times as i try to figure stuff Ooh. out um thank you jen atkinson <coughs> um and and then an, uh, one of the others is the treasurer who, who serves in the leadership uh, council and so it's not just me, you know, doing all this. this is that we have really smart people who, who handle it. Uh, but in all that to say, the need is there, and, and as it is, stands right now, you know, by the end of the year, if nothing changes, uh, we will spend about almost $38,000 more than we bring in. Now, we started the year with enough money in the bank that that's okay. You know, we're, we're not going to miss a mortgage payment. Uh, the staff will probably get paid. Um, they're next on the chopping block, in case you didn't know. <laughs> um, but, but, that's, but, I mean, that's where we're at. And, and I say that just because I, I want you to know, not because I'm trying, like Sean said, giving and generosity is an act of worship. Yep. That, that's what yes. it is. And, and so we are going to do the best we can with whatever comes in. But, but just so you know, for the vision moving forward, uh, th there are things, if we want to keep doing things and grow, then we're, we're going to have to figure out a way to either cut expenses or have more money coming into the offering so that we can use it. Um, and there's no expenses to be cut. And, and, and by cutting not at a, expenses... Not at less than a $250,000 yeah. budget. Right, we're, we're, we're talking... Just to be clear. Yeah, we're, we're talking, <laughs> you know, cutting limbs off type right. stuff. This isn't, you know, getting rid of an extra scarf that you happen to have. This is, you know, a little more drastic. Um, but again, I'm not... I don't want to paint some... I mean, we're celebrating, right? We're celebrating three years of amazing things happening. But I also want you to know that for us to keep moving forward and to do it... In, in a way that we feel like God has called us to do, we want to do it that way, and so we're going to need to figure some things out, and we don't want to surprise you at the end of the year and go, okay, see you later, that's it, we're done, we're out of money, bye. You know, no, we're not going to do that, okay? That we're going to continue to do what God is calling us to do, uh, and, and we want to keep doing it the way we're doing it and beyond, but that means we're going to have to figure some things out, and that is a challenge to all of us to say, okay, what would it like? What would it look like for us to to give a little bit more to end the year? I know a lot of people end of the year they like to give something to, um, you know, whether they got a bonus or they got this or that, and sometimes they like to tithe off of that, and, and that's fine. 
um, it's really hard for me as a numbers guy who likes to plan things and <laughs> budget and all that when I don't know that that's coming and then it comes and it saves, but in the meantime, I develop ulcers. Um, it, it's good to understand uh, th those type things. Uh, and, and so I, I would just challenge you. Think about what it looks like for you to say, God, I want to know what you want me to give. I know they laid numbers out. That's fine. God, I want you to direct my path in this. And I want you to be in charge of it. And I want you to pray about that. I don't want to tell you what you're supposed to. I don't know. That's between you and God. But I want you to know that there is, there is a need, yeah. uh, you know, moving forward. And, and I get that wonderful task of making that need <laughs> known, <laughs> even though I'm, you know, a three on the Enneagram and want everyone to like me. And now they We don't. like you, Jason. Thanks, guys. You guys all like Jason, right? <laughs> Everybody likes Jason. Oh, no. See, there you go. <laughs> we love you, just, Jason. Just so you know... <laughs> Just so you know, uh, you know, as we're going to be eating chili and stuff afterwards, if you want to know any more, please let me know. I mean, we are transparent. We're not trying to hide anything. We don't, you know, but uh, if you want to know any, any more, as, as much detail as I can give you, I am happy uh, to, to share that with you uh, moving forward. But I, I just, that there's the, the big, big brush strokes. Yeah. I'll just add, we have a tremendous opportunity here, okay? Yeah. The, a big part of, you know, if a church launched, like, the size that we are and, and yeah. with all the things that, that uh, we faced, you wouldn't have this awesome no. facility, right? We have a great facility in the middle of PAL, okay? That is something that is a massive opportunity. It's also a big part of the budget, right? And so it's very hard uh, as a launching church that's only really been in operation for three years, that launched in the middle of the pandemic, to uh, maintain this type of operation because that's, that's a lot. So normally there would be, you know, at least twice as many people. So it, like uh, Sean and Jason said, it's not a matter of, uh, we, we have generosity in this church, which is fantastic. A lot of people have given. Um, if giving isn't part of your culture or something that you uh, grew up around, or maybe you're new to the faith and you're like, eh, I've heard about this, you know, kind of thing where they ask for money. It, it, you know, it is important as part of the community to support that sort of thing. So the only thing I would say is like, um, you know, if you're spending more at Starbucks than you're giving to the church, maybe, <laughs> maybe it's something to think about. But uh, no, at, the, at the end of the day, the, uh, the reality is, is that we do have this opportunity. It is this building that uh, it is, is a great facility, yeah. right? Yes. But um, uh, th that presents a big part of the issue. And we are trying to leverage the building as much as possible. We've talked to organizations that may rent the building out for periods of time during the week. Um, but there's also a cost for that that we would incur. You know, there's going to be wear and tear and there's going to be uh, building usage issues and things like that. So we are trying to work this and leverage it as much as possible. But we do have a deficit, as, as Jason has pointed out. So that's it. And I'm going to wrap it up right here. <laughs> I'm like fired up right now. I don't know why. I just got like really fired up and like, oh, man. All right. So I'm really competitive, if you didn't know. And I'm like, I like a challenge. And I'm like... Man, and this was the, the, the idea I had when I was starting this. So many of us, like, we just go through life, and we just, it just goes, it's our routine. We just, we just have a routine, we just go and go, and we never accomplish anything. It's like we just keep doing the same thing over and over again. And it's like, I, I see this church and so many good things that have happened, and I'm like, there should be more people in this church there's people who need this. There's people who have been blessed by this church, and we're just acting like it's just a normal thing. Like, it's not normal. Like, we have something good here. And I'm not saying that because I'm talking on Sunday. Like, if you know, talk to Chase and CR. I'm my own worst enemy. I feel like I'm the weakest link. I, like, I've joked about that from day one. Like, I'm the weak link, whatever. But it's like, it, it, church is important. Mm -hmm. Like, living out your faith and community is important. And people need that. And I know you can be like, well, he's saying that because they want money. No, like, if you know my heart, if you know me, like, get to know me. Please have a meeting with me. You will know, like, that is not me. I truly care. Like, I truly care. And I've seen some amazing growth and amazing things happen. And I'm like, there should be no reason why we should have a financial issue in the city of Powell. There's no reason. Like, I'll be bold, and I'm not one to just always say bold statements. Like, there's no reason why in this community we should have any financial problem. 
I know people in this community who could pay off our mortgage like that. We have like a little over a million dollars left in our mortgage. They could pay off this building in a second. You may know somebody like that. Let, come talk to me. Have them talk to me. Please, I will sit down and have a conversation with them. Like, there's no reason, and there's so many good things, but, it, but I think what we miss is like, it is not just on the three of us. It's on each one of us who call this place home. It, it, to know somebody... Press five. We haven't talked about press five in a while. Maybe that's on us. Press five. Who are you praying for? There's five people. You should have five people all the time that you're praying for, that you're reaching out to, that you're having dinners with and, and connecting with. And there's people that you should be inviting to church and saying, you need to be here. Your life, it, you need to know about Jesus. Not just because of how your life is going to get better, but because he's important and you should know him. Like, that should be a part of our life. And if it, if it means me getting fired up and, and pushing to do that, like, maybe I need to just keep doing this and getting fired up because, like, there's good here. I look around and I see the stories, and you've only heard a few of them, but there's stories even in this room of, of how this church has impacted you. And for us to be, like, we're 30, potentially 30 to $40,000 down by the end of the year, there's, like, that's a portion of some of your salaries, you know what I'm saying? Like, and we run this whole church on under $300,000. Like, it is crazy how we are trying to do everything we can because we, we care. We give a crap. Yes, I said crap on a Sunday morning. That's I'm sorry. twice now. Like, I said it again. I like fired up Sean. <laughs> I remember the first time I was here in a service, and I think I said, I, either, I think I said crap, and there was somebody who like literally gasped in the audience. <laughs> And I was like, it, it kind of, I, started, I started laughing, and then I'm like, come on, people. I know the movies that you watch. Don't get mad at me for saying crap. All right, get over it. Like, I know your language at work is a lot worse. So, you can't get My over it. My language at work is. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> what? I missed that. You My missed language that. at work. Oh, when, you're like, when I'm working with you. Oh, yeah. yeah no, exactly. Worse. Yeah, you should hear our meetings. Um, if, if you. <laughs> I'm not even. I can't even. If, if you can't tell. And if you don't know, like, we care, okay? Like, the, the things that, that the leadership here have, have sacrificed and, and, and gone through to, to create a space for people to grow in their faith in a time that church is declining, like, we're, we, we are growing. We are growing as a church. I looked at the numbers, Jason. It's slow, but it, we are growing. And that's on top of people moving away and getting sick and, and people just, like, natural. Like, we don't have a lot of people just leaving our church. They like our church. We are, we are growing. Not, there's not a lot of churches that can say that. But, but we, have, we care. This is not a, I, I, all of us have taken salary cuts doing this. <laughs> like, we make less money in the last four years than we have in a long time because we believe in this. And I'm, again, I'm not saying this out of guilt. I'm saying this so that you know that we care and so that you know that we, that we know that you know that we are in it because we care about what we're doing. But we need you. We need you to care. We need you to be a part of this. We need you to be interacting in people's lives and saying, hey, Come to press. Come to church. See what God is doing. And I guarantee you, I, I pray that if there's one or two people that take this seriously, the next year when we're celebrating our anniversary, we can see, hey, that person's here because we prayed for them. That person's here. That person's growing because of what's happened at this church. And you get to be a part of that. I don't want to get to my deathbed and look back and be like, what didn't I do? What could I have done more? We're going to get to that point. You have one life. YOLO. You, you only live once, right? You only live once. YOLO, do it. That's so, that's so like, five years ago, right? I know even the, even the like, 30-year-olds are like, ugh, why did you say YOLO? <laughs> hey, I'm getting up there, guys. I, I, I think it, it comes down to this. Like, God's in control, and he is, and, and I hope to be used by him. And I hope that you guys care enough to be used by him as well and to step in and say, you know what, let's do this together. Let's this ragtag team of people be like, you know what, we have a crazy enough idea that we can make a difference in this community. And, and, we, need, and we need you for that. I'm gonna close with a verse in Proverbs. And this is a verse that CR just mentioned this morning. We felt like it, it really worked uh, for what's, what's going on here. But it's Proverbs 19.21. Yeah, Denley, you can come up. And it just says this, many are the plans in a person's heart, 
but it's the Lord's purpose that prevails. And God has been in this from the beginning. He is he has guided, he's directed, he's planted thoughts and ideas, he's brought us together, he's brought leaders here, this people together, relationships formed. And it's God that's in control. And we just we just want to want to continue to submit to him and trust him uh, and, and, and really hope and pray that that he's just going to continue to move in and through this. And it's going to take all of us. So happy three years, Press Church. Way to go. Thank you so much for everything you guys have done. And, and hopefully in another seven years, we can say happy 10 year. And then whoever knows how long after that, 20, 30, 40, 50, I'll be, see, I'll be pretty old at that point. I might no, not, I'm not, I might not make it to 50 now. years. Uh, <laughs> that's kind of a scary thought. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. In 10 years, you won't even be my age, <laughs> right? I know. I'll be, no, I'll be your age in, in yeah, I don't years. even know how old you are exactly. We'll keep it a secret because all you guys think I'm younger than I actually am. <laughs> I remember, I'm just going to say, I remember, this is rabbit trail, I don't care. You guys, you guys have to sit there, you're there anyways. Uh, Got chili, come on. We were, we were, yeah, the chili, everyone's like, I'm hungry. We were having a Sunday service, and it was a birthday Sunday of mine, and one of you guys were like, hey, Sean's finally turning 21, and I can't, I, I legit had people come up to me after service and be like, are you actually 21? I'm like, well, I'm flattered, but no. Uh, so how old I am, I'll let you guess, it doesn't matter, but. Uh, you guys are awesome. Thank you for an amazing three years. Um, and it just, again, continue to see God move and grow. And um, yeah, let's press on together. I'm going to pray, and uh, we'll continue this time of worship together. God, I thank you for, for a community of people. Uh, for I thank you for your church, both this local expression of it and and really just the global church i thank you for what you're doing i thank you that we get to be a part of it i pray that we all would be inspired to be a part of it that that church wouldn't just be something that we kind of do on a, a sunday evening or sunday morning or whatever day we like to do church but god that, that that our life would just be a reflection of our love for you and that what we do is just an expression of that so god thank you for for the graces that you've given us given us these last couple years. Thank you for the lives that have been changed because of this church, for allowing us to be a part of that. And God, we, we ask that you would continue to bless, to guide, to lead, to give us wisdom, that we could continue to make a difference in this community, not, not just to do something nice, God, but to, to make a difference because of you and because of who you are. God, we love you, and I thank you so much for all that you are doing. It's your name that we pray. Amen. I'm going to invite you to stand and join us. We have one more song to sing. Let's worship together.